Praise the Lord. May God bless you and welcome to The Word Restores. This broadcast is sponsored by Restoration to Eternity with Christ Ministries and supporters like you. Our aim is to share with you what the Word of God is telling us about how we should live as victorious Christians. Listen, there's kingdom work to be done, but how can we do it if we are unprepared? We invite you to join us over the next hour. It is our prayer that you will be richly blessed as we pray with you, as we praise with you, and discuss topics of interest with our special guests. Let's get into today's broadcast. Amen. Oh, praise the Lord. God bless you. God bless you. This is Elder Jua on The Word Restores. And you and I know that the word surely restores, no matter what we're going through. Hallelujah. The word definitely restores. Amen. Because Jesus is the word. Amen. And listen, today we're going to ask a question and we're going to work through the scriptures to uh, to find some answers. Amen. And the question is, it, it may sound strange, but in Christ or in church? You see, too often we hear our friends, our family, and even strangers tell us that we are in church. I'm in church. Amen. And perhaps that is true. We can't doubt that. But can we truly assume from this statement that we are also in Christ? So the question is, in Christ or in church? Amen. So let us start first and foremost by uh, by just looking at Matthew chapter 16. And in Matthew chapter 16, this is following the response to the challenge from the Pharisees to see a sign from heaven from Jesus that he was who he said he was. Jesus had warned his disciples to beware of the leaven of the Pharisees. They just didn't get it until they finally understood that it was not about the physical leaven, but about the spiritual leaven of the evil that creeps into our doctrine that we must be aware of. So let us pick up the account from Matthew chapter 16, looking at verses 13 to 20, and we're asking asking the question, in Christ or in church? Amen. The number to call is area code 313-871-9656, 313-871-9656, to join the discussions or for praise reports or even um, for prayer, if we need prayer. Amen. So let's start from Matthew 16, verses 13 to 20. And I'm going to read it from the English Standard Version. Now, when Jesus came into the district of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do people say that the Son of Man is? And they said, well, some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. He said to them, but who do you say I am? Simon Peter replied, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered him, Blessed are you, Simon Bar-Jonah, Simon, son of Jonah. For flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, 
but my Father who is in heaven. And I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Verse 20 says, Then he strictly charged the disciples to not tell anyone, tell no one, that he was the Christ. Now, our question is, in Christ or in church? So I'm talking about us Christians. Amen? Hallelujah. So I'm going to touch on verses 17 and 18. And Jesus answered him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Why would Jesus say that I will build my church? His church. Could there have been other churches out there? You see, earlier in the chapter, in in Matthew 16, we saw the Pharisees as well as the Sadducees, the pillars of the then church that the Jews resorted to, challenging Jesus about his teachings, about his claims. So Jesus determined that he would build his church on the strength of Peter's confession that he is the Christ. Why Peter's confession? Because you see, Jesus knew that this was a Holy Spirit-led confession. He tells Peter that flesh and blood, his own mind, his own analysis, his own reasoning, his own understanding, did not reveal this, but God the Father did. He opened up a window of heaven and poured out this revelation to Peter. See, Jesus knew that this was a spirit-led revelation at the appointed time. How awesome. Oh, praise the Lord. How awesome. So Peter was the first to receive it in the context of the church, that I will build my church. Do you remember that Jesus said in John 10 that I and the Father are one? I'm going to read from John 10 and 22, and I may read all the way down to 33. There came the festival of dedication. Then came the festival of dedication at Jerusalem. It was winter, and Jesus was in the temple courts walking in Solomon's colonnade. The Jews who were there gathered around him, saying, How long will you keep us in suspense? Hmm. If you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. Mm. Jesus said, I did tell you, but you do not believe. The works I do in my Father's name testify about me, but you do not believe because you are not my sheep. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. That was verse 27, John chapter 10. I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. Verse 29. 
My Father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my Father's hand. I and the Father are one. Again, verse 31, his Jewish opponents picked up stones to stone him. But Jesus said to them, I have shown you many good works from the Father. For which of these do you stone me? Verse 33, we're not stoning you for any good work, they replied. Of course, but for blasphemy, because you, a mere man, claim to be God. Oh, my Lord. But let's go back for a minute because I read about 10 verses to put it in context. Because my father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my hand. Verse 30, I and the father are one. So Jesus knew that this was a spirit-led revelation and it was at the appointed time. Did you notice that in forming the church, Jesus expected that his sheep would listen to his voice, listen to him, and follow him? Amen. He would listen to his voice. Oh, hallelujah. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them. And they follow me, John 10 and 27. You see, his expectation was not that they would all be herded together to listen to some other voice. This is where his church comes in. His church. Now, you know that there are many other churches out there, but we're talking about his church. Amen. Jesus, the Messiah. His church in Christ. Hallelujah. So we will minister in song about being in Christ alone. In Christ alone, my hope is found. He is my light, my strength. My song, this cornerstone, this solid ground, firm through the fiercest drought and storm. What heights of love, what depths of peace, when fears are stilled, when striving seems, my comforter. My all and all, here in the love of Christ, I stand. In Christ alone, who took on flesh. Hallelujah. We stand in Christ alone. Amen. And that was Anthony Evans, in Christ alone. Hallelujah. Because you, you and I know, as I was saying, that there are many, many other churches out there. But we are talking about his church. His church, Jesus, the Messiah, the Anointed One. Amen. The number to call is area code 313-871-9656. 313-871-9656. Hallelujah. So, 
See, I don't want to ask the question any other way than in Christ or in church. Amen. Last night, I posted this topic on Facebook, in Christ or in church, just like that. And I received a couple of responses, but one of them I received from Pastor Robert Smith of New Bethel Missionary Baptist Church. And he replied, Amen. To be in Christ is to be in church. The church is the body of Christ. Now, he went on to say some more, and I will get to that in a minute, but I just wanted to focus on his first sentence, that to be in Christ is to be in church. The church is the body of Christ. Amen. And before we continue, we have a call on the line. Praise the Lord. God bless you. Praise the Lord. I accept that blessing. God bless you. Oh, God bless you, my sister. God bless you. It's wonderful to hear your voice. Amen. So we're talking about in Christ or in church? In Christ. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Can I say something first? Uh-huh. It's so, it's so exciting to, to hear you doing the work of the Lord. You know, I'm in the car driving to Chicago, and I'm listening to you uh, coming to the car speakers. I'm just so thankful to God for your obedience and for the ministry that uh, you perform so well for Christ. I'm just so excited about that. Can I say that? Oh, praise the Lord. God bless you, my sister. Praise in the Lord. In Christ or in church, I would much rather be in Christ than in church. However, Mm -hmm. I feel that wherever we are, and the Christ is in us, Mm -hmm. if we are in church, it's still going to be the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm taking taking that with me. I'm taking that with me to church. Okay, so... I want to be in Christ overall, anything else. So, um, this... This is your story, and you're sticking to it, right? This is my story. <laughs> Amen. Number one, for, uh, first and foremost, in Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Well, you know, um, uh, I was—I uh, I don't know if you had heard this part, but I had posted it on Facebook. Um, and um, Pastor Smith had responded. And the first part of his response, because I'm going to give both, both sides by the time I get to, uh, to the end of this broadcast. But his response is, to be in Christ is to be in church. The church is the body of Christ. Okay? And that's what we want to really start to expound on. But after a while, we're going to turn this thing around and see whether if you are in church means that you are in Christ. You see, it it looks as though it's not an either or, that if you are in Christ, you are in church because, you see, in church, church is the body. His body. Amen. Amen. I think that a lot of times when we, we say church, we think about the physical church. Yes. So what you're talking about is the, the, the humanity 
Yes and no, because mm-hmm. when when you say a lot of times we think the church is is you know the physical, physical. physical. Yes, that's the issue I believe that we are dealing with, and that's what I was I want us to to get to as we get to the end of the broadcast, because very often you know you hear us say, and I'll say it again later, you know I was in church or I'm in church, you see, but. The question is, when we say, I'm in church, what do you mean? Are you really talking about the church whose foundation is Jesus Christ? Because there are a lot of churches out there. Uh You see? So I can say that I'm in Christ, and because being in Christ, who is the head of the body, amen, and because the church is the body, I know if I say I'm in Christ, I'm also in church. Uh-huh. But if I reverse it and I say I'm in church, I'm going to have to ask you a few more questions. Okay? okay, because I would have to wonder what church are you in? Isn't that something? Yes. It's almost like saying, you know, one plus two is three. Two plus one is three, and that's true because I can reverse those two and come up with the same result. Correct. But I can't, I can't say in Christ means that it's in church and then turn around and say in church means I'm in Christ. So very often we have to really dig deep to make sure that even though we are in church, I know that we would love, you know, we love the music, we love the preaching, we love, we love, we love, but do we love Christ? Amen. We have the Word of God. Do we, do, we, do we apply that to our lives? Amen. Amen. I think we know, I think we know if an individual is in Christ, in church, the spiritual church by the fruits that we bear. Ah, I like that. I, I how like are that. We talking? How are we walking? Yes. What are we doing uh, to 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 help build the body the body of Christ? What are we doing to build the kingdom of God? What are we doing individually and collectively? Amen. Amen. And that is so true. So true. It's by the fruit. What 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 does the scripture say? By the fruit you shall what? Know them. Hallelujah. Yes, yes, yes. But you know, as you said that, I'm I'm thinking about being in church and and Jesus says what? Let the wheat and the tears grow together. Grow together. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yes, Amen. yes, 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 yes. So, so that at the end, he's the one who's going to do the sifting. That's so, right. So all we can do is send a message out, okay? Uh-huh. Send a message out. Wake up church. Ooh, hallelujah. Thank Wake you, up. Jesus. Wake uh-huh. up church. Let's make sure that we are in Christ. Amen? Amen. 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 It's, it's wonderful to hear from you, my sister. I'm going to let you, you go. But I thank God, I thank God for you, and I ask the Lord to continue to keep, bless, and protect you as you go along on this Christian journey. In the name of Jesus, amen. In the name of Jesus, I actually ask you to pray for my aunt, uh, Queen William, who's in Chicago Hospital, so I'm heading now. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think she's in her 90s now. Pray wow. God to heal her body and encourage her heart. Amen. Healing and encouragement uh, for your aunt. Bereaved among us. Yes. That's the word of prayer. 
Yes, yes, yes. So we thank you, Lord, and we're asking you, Lord, for my sister's aunt. Lord, we're asking you, first and foremost, we ask for traveling mercies for my sister as she goes down. Lord, we ask that the angel of the Lord encamp round about her as she goes and comes, Lord. But we ask you to give her the boldness and give her whatever she needs, Lord, to comfort the entire family and yet she's asking for healing for her aunt lord and we're asking for her healing on behalf of my sister and encourage encouragement for her aunt lord we're asking you in the name of jesus lord and lord you know that there have been many bereaved among us and around us, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. And even the events of this past couple of days, Lord. Oh, my goodness. We're asking ourselves, Lord, Lord, when is this going to stop? Oh, my God. And yet, Lord, we're asking for you to comfort the families of those who have been left behind. Some we know and some we don't even know. But, Lord, we ask you to have compassion on them, Lord. Touch them. In a mighty way, even now, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. God bless you, my sister. Take care. God bless. Bye-bye now. The number to call is area code 313-871-9656. 313-871-9656. Amen, amen. I want to read just a little bit more. I want to read from Ephesians chapter 1, and I'm reading from the New International Version, and the question is, in Christ or in church? And I think we gave away some of it, but we're going to continue because we have to drive this point home. Stop saying I'm in church and not putting Christ first. That's my bottom line right now. Amen. So to be in Christ is to be in church. The church is the body of Christ. The Apostle Paul says it this way in Ephesians chapter 1. I keep asking the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit I, um, let me start again because I'm, I'm not saying it correctly, so I apologize. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. Better, amen? I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people and his incomparably great power for us who believe. That power is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at the right hand, at his right hand in the heavenly realms, far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every name that is invoked, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. Verse 22, And God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be head over everything for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything. In every way. Now, this is read from the New International Version. And I love it. I put it in context, but I truly do love verses 22 and 23. Amen. 
that God placed all things under the feet of Jesus and appointed him to be head over everything for the church, even the church. He's the head. But the church is his what? His body. It's the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. We're talking about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Oh, hallelujah. So what we see confirms that to be in Christ is to be in church. Amen. Since the Apostle Paul shows the Ephesians and us today that we, the church, are the body of Christ. What we are expecting is that being in Christ also means being in his assembly. Assembling ourselves together, watch it now, around and in his doctrine, in his teaching. Amen? Not in someone else's doctrine, not in someone else's teaching, in his teaching. So we're going to turn this around, and we had, we, we had the beginning of the discussion with, with my sister as we were speaking on the phone just a minute ago. But we want to turn it around, and we talked about the 1 plus 2 is 3, and, you know, but we can't say. We can say 2 plus 1 is 3, but we can't interchange in Christ is the church, so in church means in Christ. No, it doesn't. You see, Because the question to me then becomes, does the fact that you told me that you were in church today mean that you were in Christ today? Let me ask the question again. Does the fact that you told me that you were in church today mean that you were in Christ today? Let's not forget what Jesus Christ said to Peter in Matthew 16, upon this rock I will build my church. Not the Pharisees' church. Not the Sadducees' church, my church, my church, built on the solid rock that is Christ. Amen. Now, I I want us to stop for a minute so that we can minister in song. And on, and the song that we, we want to minister is, oh, it's, it's an invitation to you. Come and knock on our door, amen, by Jermaine Dolly. Come on and knock on our door. We've been waiting for you. Hallelujah. I'm sure that was not knocking on anybody's door right now. <laughs> yeah, my producer is uh, she's she's turning things around right now so that we can. Uh, <laughs> we've been waiting for you.
in the dirt So they ended up hurt With no one to believe in Cause everyone they trusted And they were deceiving So they turned to the For themselves, but the plan did not help. If you just went to the hill, always come if you're here, and all is well. If you will say that you got the victory, so all my people who think that their life off track, God is telling you to come on back. So come on, I'm gonna. in church and they left the church guess what All you right. need to come on back Come on back, come on back God is God is calling you Jesus is waiting for you, amen Jesus is waiting He's waiting for you, hallelujah so yeah, come on knock on the door, and I'll tell you one thing if you don't knock on the door somebody's going to come out to get you hallelujah, how about that amen amen Let's not forget what Jesus said that upon this rock he would build his church. We're going to read from Ephesians chapter 2 and starting with verse 17. We're talking about Jesus. And Paul is saying to the Ephesians and to us today that Jesus came and he preached peace to you who were far away and peace to those who were near. So he, pre- he preached peace to both the Jews and the Gentiles. Because he said, for through him, we both have our access in one spirit to the Father. So then we are no longer strangers and aliens, but we are fellow citizens with the saints and are of God's household. Listen, listen, listen. Fellow citizens with the saints. Amen. Having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone, the chief cornerstone, the head of the corner in whom the whole building, every single one of us in this body were being fitted together is growing into a holy temple in the Lord in whom you also are being built, you and I into a dwelling of God in the spirit. Amen. So listen, so if you are not in church, Focusing on remembering and celebrating what God has done for you through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and what he has done not just for you and through you, but also for your friends, for your family, for your fellowship, your home, your neighborhood, for your country, for the world. What good is being in church? You know that you could not have been where you are today. Many of us testify that I should have been dead sleeping in my grave. How many times have we heard this? Should have been dead sleeping in my grave. Amen. But God. But God. But God. Hallelujah. 
But you see, then we make an excuse for not being in church. I'm spiritual. How about that? Have you heard that before? I'm a spiritual man. I'm a spiritual woman. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I know, I know that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Somebody wronged me in the church. Somebody said something to me. Somebody did something. It could be just as simple as they sat in my seat. Oh, Lord Jesus, so I don't go anymore. Will you allow someone to rob you of your being part of the body of Christ? Come on now. Is that the only church in town? Can you find another church? Can you take it to the Lord in prayer and leave it there and let the Lord work it out? Are we listening to ourselves sometimes? Obviously, I've heard this one time too many. And that's why I'm on the broadcast today. But God loves each and every one of us. Amen. So Hebrews 10, verses 22 to 25. And before I read it, I'll give you the number to call. 313-871-9656. 313-871-9656. So Hebrews 10, 22 to 25 says, Let us draw near. And this is from the King James Version. Let us draw near with a true heart. In full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. Did you hear that? Consider one another. How can we, we consider one another if we are not assembling together? Verse 25, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. Are we getting this, my brothers and sisters? It's time for us to stop playing church, amen? It's time for us. You know, when I was reading uh, Ephesians 2 and 17, in verse 21, we talked about, we were talking about Jesus himself being the chief cornerstone in verse 20, 21, in whom the whole building being fitted together is growing into a holy temple in the Lord. If we are being fitted together, uh, I, I would assume that we have to all come together. Amen. How can we build this building? We've got that cornerstone that, that, that gives us the, the plumb line, the accuracy for the rest of the building. And then, you know, um, start laying the bricks. And as the bricks, are, we laid the foundation already of the apostles and prophets. Now we are laying the bricks. Now we're, we're continuing to build up. And yet one of the bricks is deciding, well, I really don't want to be in it. So I'm going to leave a gaping hole here. And I'm going to leave another hole there. And I'm going to leave another hole here. How are we going to be the body of Christ that are growing up in unity. Amen. Growing in unity as one in the name of Jesus. 
And, and you know, it's, it's something that we have to really begin to think about. And I believe we have a caller on the line. Praise the Lord. God bless you. God bless you, Lord. How are you? I am blessed, my sister. Hallelujah. In church or in Christ? In church. In, in Christ. In what? In church and in Christ. Uh-huh. I had to hear that little preposition there. Hey, you. In church and in Christ. That's right. That's right. Amen. You see, uh, my question actually initially was in Christ or in church? And somehow I think I gave you the trick question by starting with in church, and you gave me a trick answer. <laughs> uh-huh. and, and, and I was, as I was calling, I was thinking about it. I said, hmm, can you be in church and not have Christ? <laughs> And then I thought of us, it was Satan. Mm. Up in the church. Anyway, let the wheat and the tears go together. Wheat and tears, yes. Yeah, let them go together. So yes. that, that I, answer, I guess I answered my own question. Yeah, you can be in church and not have Christ. That's right. That's right. But that's a good place to be at to be converted, though. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. At least you will be listening. And at some point in time, you know, at the appointed time, just as just as the appointed time came, when Peter could tell Jesus, thou art the Christ, the Amen. son of the living God, whom do men say that I, I am, you know, yes, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. That is the issue that we are dealing with, that, that for us in the church, we also have to wait. We've got to wait. We have to have the patience that God's going to turn around those ones that he has to turn around. Amen? Amen. It, it's all in the art. It's, it's all in God's given time to yes. get the right appointed time, get in the right appointed place at the right time. Yes. But God's going to do what he's going to do. Uh, we had a preacher that came in that was today, and he spoke about it um, Whatever. And we're speaking about that. At God's appointed time, you can't stop destiny of God. Amen. God has something for you. You're going to get it, and you're going to complete what God wants you to complete in the time that he has for you because he is time. It, oh, hallelujah. Uh-huh. He is time. Yes, that's beautiful. That's truly beautiful. And that's so true. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, because we find ourselves trying to rush God. You know that. Yes, absolutely. So, I believe if you hang around the church long enough, the church will get in you. Mm. Uh, at the appointed hours, if it's destined or predestined for you to be yes. in Christ, you'll be there. And they say, Judas was the only one that didn't. Amen. And he, was, and he was ordained for that purpose. That's right, the son of perdition. That's right. Yes. That's right. I Amen. It's hard that he didn't. So, uh, I believe I believe in what the word says, and I believe God is a, a sovereign God, and I know He's going to do what He wants to do when He wants to do it the way He wants to do. Amen, Amen. Oh, praise the Lord, my sister, and I do thank you. I do thank you for your call, and I say to you, keep on pushing in the name of Jesus, and keep on being in Christ and in the church. Amen. Amen. You keep bringing these controversial topics. <laughs> well, we have to think about it. And, you know, so, but um, 
you keep doing it. And I pray for your ministry. I pray that God Thank continues you. to develop you and in the ministry and that he'll continue to keep his hands on us. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, my sister, and God bless you. Love you much. God bless you. Amen. Praise the Lord. And we have another caller on the line. Praise the Lord. God bless you. God bless you. Oh, God bless you, my sister. The subject is so interesting. Uh huh. And uh, I also want to thank you for your ministry, for all that you do for the body of Christ. Thank Uh, you. So. Um, which which switch am I on in Christ in church or in church in Christ? <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> I my question well, was in Christ or in church. I'll say in church in Christ uh, because I think that's where we we begin to seek Him. In church, uh, the knowledge of him, the um, uh, it, it, and it may not be. I, I shouldn't say that it may not. But this is this is what my issue is. If we're in the church and we're seeking Christ, mm-hmm. and and we feel we found him, then we decide we need. You know, sometimes I hear people say, "Oh, um, I'm just being myself now." Well, who is yourself? Oh wow. You know, are you in Christ and 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 then there's something else that you're you know saying I'm I, I'm myself, I'm being myself. Well, you or know, are you always supposed to present as a Christian? Well, we well we have to remember too that when we talk about being myself, you know, I I have um I have died in Christ. So right. if I'm being myself, myself is rising up on me. I am not, you know, when, when, when we talk about my sheep, us being his sheep, it is because we are following him. Amen? So it's, it's not something that we can talk about being ourselves. We have to, to definitely say that I am in Christ. And see, the, the question that we have was in, in Christ or in church, Mm-hmm. But our answer actually should be in church and in Christ, and or in Christ and in church. Right. We right. can't exclude, amen, although, amen. although if I said that I were in Christ, mm-hmm. there has to be an assumption that because Christ is the head of the body and the church is the body that I am in the church. But I cannot say that I am in church and make that assumption that I am in Christ. Amen. Because we have to be mindful of who we are and whose we are. Amen. That's an ongoing destination, an ongoing of our journey. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Right. Yes. That's that's what I, I expected to hear. Amen. I, I listened to everybody except I didn't hear the last person, the end of her in Christ in church. Yes, um, yes. Well, I kind of tricked her. But, um, yeah, I sort of yes, tricked her because I told her in church asking, first. asking, but it, it was sort of rhetorical. 
Yeah. <laughs> but she got it. She got it. We've got mm-hmm. to be in Christ. Amen. Yes. That does not preclude us. And that's the, that's the end of my, my discussion before we had the calls. It doesn't preclude us from saying that, you know, we have, um, uh, you know, because I'm in the church, I'm in Christ. It's, it's nothing like that. We've got to work at it and make sure that we are in Christ, that we have a purpose when we come into church because a lot of us want to stay away, but we have to have that purpose to come, and we're going to talk about that in the last 15 minutes of the broadcast. Okay. All right. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. Amen. All right. The number to call is area code 313-871-9656. 8719656 amen amen so in the last um, 15 minutes we're going to uh, go to the second part of our discussion because i did say that um, when i put this post out on facebook pastor smith had given me two parts of the discussion and in the first part of course was that um, to be in christ is um is to be in church, and the church is the body of Christ. Amen? So now I want to tell you the second part, and then we're going to minister in song and get back to it. What he said is, but to be a member of a church congregation does not mean you are in Christ. You must be born again of the water and the Spirit. Amen? God bless you, God bless you, and we're going to hear the sinner's prayer. Amen. Let's be in Christ.
Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We could have been dead sleeping in my grave. You know what I'm saying? But God, but God, it has nothing to do with you and with me. And I believe we have another caller on the line. Praise the Lord. God bless you. Praise the Lord. God bless you. Hey, God bless you. God bless you in Christ or in church. Hallelujah. Well, my belief is to be in Christ is to be partaker in the death and resurrection. It means to also allow him to be Lord over your life. Yes. It means to uh, follow God's laws, statutes, and principles and oracles. That's what it means to be in Christ. Amen, amen. And that we take our Christ self to the church. Mm. church. Hallelujah. Yes, yes, yes. But you see, you see, when we when we said, um, "My sheep hear my voice," right? They know me. They hear my voice, and a stranger they won't follow. That's yes. what you are talking about there, right there and then. Amen. So, understanding that being in Christ is definitely being in church. Amen. Yes. Yes. Church is um, absolutely important in order for us to maintain our walk. Yes. We need the fellowship. We need to be in church. We need, we need to be amongst like-minded people. Yes. And that's how we keep ourselves from straying off. And uh, that's what the church is supposed to offer the sheep. That's what the shepherd is supposed to offer the sheep. Amen. 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 Oh, praise the Lord. That's beautiful. And I, I do thank you. So as far as you are concerned... It is, it is in Christ, and as you are in Christ, you know, yes. and you are, wait a minute, and as you are following Christ, yes. amen, because we have to say that, then you know that you're in church. Yes. Oh, praise the Lord. Well, God bless you, my sister, and I thank you. I thank you so much for your, your uh, discussion, and I thank you also for listening to the broadcast. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for uh, being such a good uh, lady of God, woman of God. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I do appreciate it. Amen. God bless you. In Thank you. In Christ or in church. Amen. What a question, what a question. And as I am speaking to you, I am trying to at least have the, um, the last couple of minutes on air with my Facebook family. So that's what I'm, I'm a little bit distracted, but I'm telling you right now, I'm done. I'm done. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Amen. Amen. So we are talking about being in church or in Christ. And that was the question. So when we left off, God bless you to my Facebook family. Once we left off, we talked about in, in Pastor Smith's reply to my post, he said, you know, yes, being in Christ a man is being in church. But to be a member of a church congregation does not mean 
Hallelujah, that you are in Christ because you must be born again of the water and the spirit. So your spirit must be reborn, washed in his blood. The things that just bothered you seems less of an irritant now that you are in the family of God and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That does not mean that that irritant is not there. As a matter of fact, it may have got even worse, but you are a new creature in Christ. Christ. You are a new creation in Christ. Amen. And you are singing, and I'm going to read some psalms to tell you how you're going to feel. Psalm 122, verse 1. I was glad when they said unto me, come, let us go into the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, I was glad when they said it to me, so I can tell them how the Lord brought me through, so that my new family can, can celebrate the goodness of God with me, so that I will be strengthened to fight another day. I will be singing Psalm 111 verses 1 to 2. Praise ye the Lord. I will praise the Lord with my whole heart in the assembly of the upright and in the congregation. The works of the Lord are great. Sort out of all them that have pleasure therein. You see, when I'm in trouble with everything crashing down on me, I can appeal to the Lord and I can say Psalm 37 verses 17 to 18. Lord, how long will you look on? Rescue my soul from their destructions, my darling from the lions. I will give you thanks, Lord, in the great congregation. I will praise you among much people. Watch it now, even as I am going through. Hallelujah. I'm getting into the assembly of God, into the great congregation, and I will continue to praise the Lord because He is good and his mercy, his loving kindness endures forever. Amen. I'm going to sing like Psalm 40 verses 9 to 10. I have preached righteousness in the great congregation. Lo, I have not refrained my lips. Oh, Lord, you know. I have not hid your righteousness within my heart. I have declared your faithfulness and your salvation. I have not hid your loving kindness and your truth from the great congregation. Did you see all of this, this assembling in the congregation as we all come together as that one building, amen, being built up in the Lord? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, I will even say as in Psalm 22, and I'm looking at verse 22. I will declare your name unto my brethren in the midst of the congregation. I will praise thee. You that fear the Lord, praise him. All you, the seed of Jacob, glorify him and fear him. All ye, the seed of Israel. For he has not despised nor abhorred the affliction of the afflicted. Neither has he hid his face from him. But when he cried unto him, he heard, my praise shall be of thee in the great congregation. I will pay my vows before them that fear him. You see, sometimes we forget that the church is not the building. We were speaking about that with our first, I believe it was our first caller. It is the assembly of believers in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. In Matthew 18, verses 19 to 20, Jesus exhorts us to come together. He says, again, I say unto you that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, 
it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. Hey, let's have church, amen. Where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst. Hallelujah. We're talking about having church. It's not the building. It's the assembly of the believers. Amen. Now watch this. Let's drive this point home. There's power in numbers. Ecclesiastes chapter 4 verse 12. And I'm going to read this from the English Standard Version, the ESV. And though a man might prevail against one who is alone, two will withstand him. And a threefold cord is not quickly broken. Do you get it? Because when the believers come together, they oh, hallelujah, there is power. Oh, hallelujah, because it's not our power, but it's power in the one that we believed in. Amen. And we continue to believe him. It's his power. Amen. Because remember, at the beginning, I said it is his church. Amen. Oh, and upon this rock, I will build my church, Jesus said. So this is Jesus' church, the church of the of the Christ, amen, of the Messiah. Hallelujah. Listen, even in Leviticus chapter 26, verse 8, and I'm going to read it from the Amplified. And it reads, five of you will chase a hundred. We're talking about in a battle, and you and I know that we've got some battles when we declare ourselves as believers in the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Five of you will chase a hundred. A hundred of you will put 10,000 to flight. Your enemies will fall before you by the sword. Why? Because of my Lord and Savior. Because of his power and the power that he has placed in, not just in you and in me separately, but in numbers as Oh, hallelujah, as an assembly. Understand this too. There's power when we're all on one accord. Acts 2, verses 46 to 47. They continued daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house. They ate their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And watch this. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. So what's the bottom line for us? To be in Christ is to be in church. But to be in church does not necessarily mean to be in Christ. Amen. In Christ and in church, in church, and maybe not in Christ. So what will it be, my brothers and sisters? Did you see that you cannot have Christ without the church and we cannot say the reverse? God bless you. You stay in Christ and you will be his body. Amen. Be part of the body in the name of Jesus. May God bless you. May the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Amen. We sincerely thank our supporters for sponsoring this broadcast and pray that you too will be moved to become a sponsor. Let us reach out to continue to spread the good news of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ through the airwaves. To contact us, simply log on to our website, thewordrestores.org or through Facebook, Anne-Marie Jewel. Or call, send us a text to area code 313-466-0349. I'm your host, 
Elder Anne-Marie Jewell, a fellow servant in Christ. Until next time, may God bless and keep you. And may the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Amen.